0: Welcome to Behind the Bedroom Door with Sarah. I'm Sarah Watson, your host, licensed professional counselor, certified sex therapist, and sex educator, lover of chocolate, coffee, and Lake Michigan sunsets. I'm a wife to a wonderful partner, a mama to an amazing little person, an entrepreneur, a friend, and the person you can count on to have a sample of lube in her bag for you, just in case you need it. Thanks for joining me, and I hope you enjoy the episode.
1: Welcome to Behind the Bedroom Door with Sarah. I'm Sarah Watson, your host. Happy to be here today. Thanks for being here. Thanks for coming back. So today, I really wanted to talk about bids for attention and sexual connection with our partner, what that looks like and sounds like, how to understand that about ourselves, and then how to communicate that. So often I am working with an individual or a couple and we talk about how do you know when your partner is aroused, excited, or even maybe just thinking about sex? And I ask that question and (laughs) either the individual is quiet and puzzled, the couple Uh, sometimes snickers and kind of moves away (laughs) or they have a really clear answer and I would say that the latter is (laughs) much less likely to happen in session so often we have no idea and then that brings up a bigger question how do you not know what turns your partner on well it comes back to something I've talked about before in previous episodes is that our Sex education here in the States is awful. It's terrible. And let alone, how do we know how to communicate what we want, need, desire, when we don't really understand ourselves, and then communicating that to a partner can be incredibly overwhelming. And so people just sit back and think that, oh, well, we've been together a decade. You should know what I like. You should know what makes me aroused and excited. You should be able to read my cues. So often do I hear that. And I hate to break it to you, but your partner cannot read your mind. They may be able to read your body language and pick up on some cues, but they can't know everything all the time. And so let's talk about it. Let's figure out what is the barrier to this issue in couples and how do we move forward? Okay, so we talked about some barriers. One is we don't know. Two is that we expect Our partner to know this about us and it's just not true. So first things first is if you are the person who is feeling slightly aroused for whatever reason, I would encourage you to take some time to yourself, some solo time and to just write about it. Grab a pen and paper or notes in your phone. I love pen and paper. Let me tell you why. Side note, is there something really therapeutic of Having an instrument in your hand versus typing on the device that we use every day for everything. It's a, I feel like writing is a little bit more sacred, and we can do more with the writing than we can do with a delete button. So, okay, you're taking your time. you're moving forward, you're sitting down, you're thinking about when you are aroused or if you were aroused in the moment, like what what is that about? What sounds good? What felt good? What is bringing that to your attention? and just jotting it down, that's it. That's all I want you to do. So think about that, do that, that's step one. Then, maybe a day later, go back, reread it, think about it. Does it fit, does it feel good? So often we talk about what physical things turn us on and that is really important and we need to share that with our partner, but I would also encourage you to think about what else turns you on. I was recently sitting in session with a client and we were talking about this actual topic and they were able to come to the conclusion that there were so many other bids for attention and little things that their partner was doing for them that was really a turn on. And they were like, wait, what? How can you be, how can I be turned on by that? And we took a minute and we paused and we thought about it and we talked about it. And we were able to get to the place where they understood that it's so much more than just a physical interaction. It's about this whole complete person and whole complete relationship that needs to be fed versus just, hey, I like it when you touch me there. So it can be, hey... I like it when you touch me there, but it can also be, hey, thank you for picking up my favorite coffee and knowing how I like my eggs. It can also be, thank you for doing the dishes. Thank you for cleaning the toilet. Taking something off of someone's plate is really, it can be very, very sexy and can go into the sexy bucket of fill my sexy bucket. And the more my bucket is filled, the more likely I am we are to being open to that physical interaction. So what do we do when we finally have this information? Well, if you kind of figure out these five things, I'm just saying five for a good reference, but it can be, it can be two, it can be 10, it can be whatever you feel like. And if you are partnered to then sit down with your partner and have a conversation and just say, Hey, I was feeling desire the other day and I was surprised by it and just trying to figure out what, what brought me to that space. And so I want to share these things with you and it, make it part of a normal conversation. It doesn't have to be a scheduled conversation. Let's sit down and have sex. Sometimes we do need to have those. This is, I don't think that this is that, depending on what's going on in your partnership, if again, if you're partnered. And then ask them, again, if your partner or you're having this conversation with your partner, then ask them what they think is exciting and fills their sexy bucket and see what comes up. Uh, so often we are talking about what's missing and sometimes, not all the time, there are things that are being put in the bucket and we're not recognizing that. So this is the time and the space to do that. My mentor often said to me and said to um, my cohort and I'm sure many others that sex starts in the kitchen and I was like, well, what? What does that mean when I heard that for the first time? And then she went on to explain that that foreplay and connection starts right after the last time that you have some type of physical connection. I want to say sex, but I don't mean it just as in a penetrative, orgasmic way because sex is so much more than that. So whenever your last physical, emotional connection was with your partner, it then starts again and it leads to the next time. So when she talks about sex starts in the kitchen, she's talking about your partner seeing you, seeing what needs to be done and helping and doing it lovingly and caring in a caring way and And participating together rather than just assuming very specific roles. So sex starts with doing dishes. In fact, uh, I think there's nothing sexier than the dishes being done and me not having to do them. And or I hate emptying the dishwasher. Nothing is better than the sound of my partner downstairs putting away the dishes if I'm upstairs. Hello, thank you so much. I hate that chore. It's the worst. Okay, so we've talked about turn-ons can be non-sexual dishes, or a coffee, or picking up something that's um, meaningful, those little little moments, little things that you know your partner's thinking about you, and they make the effort to bring those to your attention to know that you're being seen, you're being heard. One of the secrets to having a really rocking sexual relationship is connection, also low stress, mm-hmm. and some eroticism, and so if you can make connection with yourself first by knowing what feels good, what turns you on, sharing that with your partner. We're uh, filling up the equation here. So hopefully you'll be able to have a better connection and sexual relationship. So I look forward to hearing about what you think is a connection starter for you. What goes in your your sexy bucket, if you will. Like I said, doing the dishes and (laughs) unloading the dishwasher is one for me. Yard work get it done. Have someone do it. I don't want to do that. Just seeing what needs to be done for your family can be really helpful. Picking something up. My partner, when I used to work in a restaurant, which I did for 10 years, and he worked in the same complex, in the same mall, if he got off before me, he would bring me a coffee if I had to work that night, and it was just the sweetest. And I know it seems little, and it seems like, ugh, not so much effort, but really what that was for me personally was that he knew what was coming for me and my schedule and knew that a coffee would help me stay awake and alert, but also make me happy and coffee is life. So really appreciate little things like that. And it brought us closer, even though, you know, maybe I was working a double shift and not going to see him. I wasn't going to see him until much later. So super kind, super nice. So not all, foreplay is gonna be super erotic and it's gonna be these little things that you start to notice and and making space for your relationship even when you're not together so tell me more send me a message tell me send me a DM tell me what you figured out about your partnership and tell me how the conversation goes when you bring this to your partner and you and you bring it up again it doesn't have to be a weird awkward conversation it can be a, hey, I figured this out about myself. I wanted you to know, and I have the same question for you. And making space that if your partner doesn't know at that time, then be like, hey, we'll come back to it. Like, let me know when you figure it out. And it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays a role for all of you. And I'm really excited for you to have this information. And so tell me more about how this impacts your relationship. Okay, have a great day. Don't forget to use your lube.
0: Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or thoughts, you can find me on Instagram at Behind the Bedroom Door with Sarah or SWSX Therapy as well. You can also find me at Simplesexeducation.com. There you can sign up for my weekly-ish newsletter where I send out information, thoughts, feelings about parenting, relationships, sexual health, and upcoming workshops or retreats. We'd also appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review. Two parting thoughts I hope you always take with you from our episodes. One, lubrication is your friend. Use it, love it, tell me all about it. And as Emily Nagowski says, pleasure is the measure. When you're thinking about all your encounters with your partner or anything outside of that, let's look for pleasure in every day.